Welcome to Just Jay-Z. Each week, join your favorite hairdressing duo, Just Jesse and Stu Styles, as they talk salon life, hair hacks, traveling, lifestyle, and more. What is up, you guys? It is Jesse. I am back here for a solo episode, and the reason is this is our season finale, which is so crazy. I can't believe that we are like three seasons deep and we've had so many amazing episodes, but I wanted to tell you guys that we are actually going to be taking a little seasonal break um, just because life gets a little crazy. If you follow us on Instagram, you know that we have a lot going on. I, you know, have the business. We have hair days and shadow days and classes every other weekend where we're traveling outside of our state. Um, We all also, you know, just have our normal jobs with doing hair and creating content. And there's so many fun things going on, but this is actually our busiest time of the year because our class schedule gets back to back since we have the holidays. So usually we travel every other weekend. And right now we travel the first two weekends back to back in November. Then we have holidays and then December's the same way. So it gets a little nuts. Stu also lives in Alabama or his family does. And so he has to go back and see them a lot. We're also going to Mexico for Christmas, both of us with our family and it's just going to be a lot. So we decided since there's so much going on, it's a little bit hard to nail down podcast episodes. And sometimes it's okay to take a break. Just like that Jamie Dana episode we had um, a few weeks ago, she said that it's okay to you know slow down and take a break sometimes. And that's something that I'm really bad at, but I'm like, okay, the podcast is amazing. It's so much fun, but it's one thing we can kind of take a break from during the busy season. So just wanted to kind of preface this episode by saying that, and we will be back in January. So after the holidays and the new year, we will be back with our regular schedule. Um, and you can binge all of the episodes that we have, you know, in the past, if you haven't already to kind of make up for lost time. So Um, Today's episode, since I'm alone, I wanted to do a little Q&A. So on my Instagram story, I did a QA and a question box, and I am actually filming it for my YouTube channel, but I got so many questions, and um, I had a lot of leftover questions that I wasn't going to answer on my video, so it wasn't super long. So I thought that I would answer just a few of them here for this fun little wrap-up of the season episode. All right, so the first question I have says, I need relationship advice, especially regarding toxic relationships how to gain confidence and learn to love yourself when in a relationship like that. Oh, this is a good one. Um, Obviously, it's a little bit vague. I don't have a ton of information on this person's specific situation, but I do feel like toxic relationships can happen to anyone. And it can be a friendship. It can be a romantic relationship. It can even be a family relationship. Um, There's so many different ways that this can happen to you. And sometimes it's you know, from someone that you least expect it from. And I think a lot of times, especially in romantic relationships, people often wonder like, how did they get into that? How did they not see how they were being treated? And I think that when you're close with someone and you do depend on a relationship, it can be really hard to see the signs or you see the signs, but you're just too scared to get out of it, you know? And I feel like I've learned quite a bit about, you know, toxic relationships because I've had, I've been through a divorce. I've had breakups before that. I've had friendships that have been lost. I feel like I've had a few different types of toxic relationships. But the one thing that I have learned is that, yes, there are toxic people out there and people that, you know, don't have your best interests at heart and that will treat you badly. But 
I feel like a lot of the time a toxic relationship is really just because two people aren't best suited for each other. It doesn't mean that one of them is toxic or bad or that the other one is. Sometimes it's just that together it's not the right dynamic and that it does lead to toxic behaviors. And sometimes you make each other worse rather than better. And that can be a toxic relationship. And I think if we all kind of sit back and think of relationships we've had in our lives, you might realize that in some situations you had a toxic person in your life, but you also could have been the toxic person in another situation, you know? And I've had to kind of have that wake up call and realize that in certain friendships or situations, I may have been, you know, that person and not the best that I could be. And sometimes that can be repaired if you're able to recognize it or the other person is, or sometimes it's best to just move on, you know? So I think the first thing is just kind of evaluating the situation. Um, What type of situation is it? Is this person really toxic and bad for you? Or is it one of those situations where it might be able to be worked on? If it can be worked on, that's great. I think open communication is the best thing for that. Just kind of getting it out in the open and both be willing to work on, you know, either side of things. But if it's just, you know, someone taking advantage of you or being a bad friend or a bad partner or whatever it may be, that's when it's time just to get out. And, you know, coming from someone who's been divorced, it's sometimes hard to like pull that trigger. And sometimes it takes a while, but once you do just try to focus on yourself and get your confidence back and do things that make you happy and do things that make you, you and like hobbies and, you know, hanging out with friends and family, just do things that make yourself happy because that's how you're going to find your happiness again and how you're eventually going to meet someone new that can fill that void. All right. The second question I have says, if you could give yourself advice five years ago, what would you say? I feel like this kind of builds on the last question I just answered. And I would say that, you know, when you're young, you don't realize that friendships ending or careers ending or, you know, your life going in a different direction than you might've planned can actually be a blessing in disguise and that everything happens for a reason. There are certain people or certain situations that are meant to be in your life to teach you a lesson for you to grow, um, for you to kind of get onto the right path and become who you're meant to be. And that's okay. Not everyone's going to be in your life forever. Not every job's going to be forever. Things like that, you know, are meant to shape you and mold you and teach you lessons. And I wish I would have known that because I feel like in the past I've held on to things too long when, you know, it was time for them to end and it's okay to have things end. I think that's something that I've learned over the years. And sometimes the ending of one thing can be the beginning of something new. Okay. The third question says, how do you deal with bullying in the salon? We've got some deep questions today. This one's hard because I feel like no matter what industry you're in, there's going to be conflict and problems with, you know, coworkers or just people you have to spend a lot of time with. That's just human nature. But especially in our industry, I feel like, you know, hairdressers are sometimes, you know, known to be catty and drama and that's just kind of how it is. Um, And because of that, you may face this in hair school or in salons. And I've definitely seen behavior like this. And it's really, really hard as an owner to, you know, kind of get in the middle and stop behavior like that between two employees. And it's hard because it, you know, you kind of put it on your shoulders, but it's also hard just to be someone dealing with that situation. I hope that none of you are the bully, but to be bullied by someone, especially as an adult is so weird because it's not like you're, you know, a kid on the playground who can go tell your teacher. Obviously you can tell your salon owner or, you know, people around you, but it's a little bit different because as an adult, sometimes you just have to let things roll off your back. Um, my biggest piece of advice is kill them with kindness. If you can just, you know, never reciprocate it. You don't have to be best friends or get along or hang out outside of work, but just being cordial to each other and keeping it surface level at work, just so it's comfortable for everyone is always the best way to go about it because it's taking the high road. If it gets to a point where this person is being, you know, super 
harassing or, you know, constantly making you feel uncomfortable, I think that's when it's time to bring in a higher authority if you do have that at your salon and just maybe having a sit down conversation with all three of you and getting things out in the open. And, you know, maybe that person doesn't realize what they're doing to you, but if they do, then at least they're being called out for it. And either way, hopefully it changes. And if it doesn't change, or if you're not getting any help, then I think that is when it would be time to find a new place to work. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to go to work in a place that you're, you know, dreading being or having a negative energy. Because I always tell my stylists in our break room, we have like a big couch and it's kind of like a chill place where everyone gets comfortable. And I'm always like, you guys, even if we're like back here, like venting about our days, or if you have a hard client, let's try to still keep it positive. Because if someone walks into the break room and everyone's just complaining about the client they have or how tired they are, that energy is so easily transferred to other people. But if everyone's just like laughing and having a good time, you could be having a bad day and walk in and immediately just feel better because of that energy. So if you are going into a work environment where you're being bullied or being harassed, that's going to give you really bad energy. Your clients are going to sense it and it's not going to be good for anyone. So if you do have a bullying problem where you're at, I would definitely say it might be time to find a new salon home because that's never going to be worth it. Okay. Another question I got was, do you think you will have any more kids? This one is really tricky because I literally go back and forth every day. One day it'll be yes. The next day it'll be no, just depending on how stressed I am. Um, but Jagger is 18 months old. So he's definitely getting more into the toddler phase, not so much a baby. And we recently cut out bottles and we're trying to get rid of binkies. And that transition has made him feel way more like a toddler and not a baby. So it's kind of made me sad. And everyone always says that like around two to three is when you start getting baby hungry again. And I can definitely see that. Um, having a baby is so much fun, but I also am so busy. Jordan's so busy. We both travel for work a ton and, you know, even just our daily lives are pretty crazy. And, um, I already feel like I'm struggling to balance it all. So throwing another baby on top of that would be really hard right now. But with that being said, I'm 29. I also know I'm getting older. And if we want one more, we've got to think about when that's going to happen. And, you know, my life may slow down over the next few years. So, I told Jordan the latest I'd want to have another one was like 32. So maybe, you know, 30, 31, 32, we'll see. We might have another one. Um, I would hope it would be a girl so that I could have a little sister for him. Um, we have Peyton right now. She's nine. That's my stepdaughter and Jordan's daughter. But um, I love, she's so fun. I love like doing all the girly stuff with her. And I would love to have like a little girl from like baby age up because Peyton was six, seven when I met her. So it would be fun to have another little girl in the family. Also because Peyton has all brothers on her mom's side. She has two little brothers under two. And then she also has Jagger. So she has three younger brothers. So I think we need another girl in the mix. Um, and Jordan and I already have a name picked out. We already know what we would name her if we had another one. Um, but right now it's just kind of up in the air depending on how our lives go. And also I don't even know when it would be. So when I have a definite answer on this one, I will let you guys know. <laughs> All right. Another question I got says, if you were not in the cosmetology industry, what do you think you would be doing? Um, oh, this one's hard. I think one of two things. One is I always wanted to be a teacher. So I probably would have gone into like English and been a teacher in some subject like that, something creative probably. Um, or, and Jordan says this all the time because on trips we do like these little housewife episodes. If you haven't seen those, you can go to my Jay-Z Styles Instagram and there's a series on my IGTV called The Real Housewives of Jay-Z. And pretty much on every trip we do like a new episode and we just like make up the craziest storylines and have it be like over dramatic. And it's like a fun way to just like have fun 
fun on the trip, but I get so into it. Like I write all the storylines and I like film everything and edit it and it's so fun. So he was always like, it's just funny to me. You didn't go into like drama or acting or something like that because I do love that stuff. So not that being an actor or anything like that would be easy, but I think I definitely would have, you know, pursued something like that. Definitely something still creative, but I think it's kind of cool that I love that stuff. And I also still get to do like content creation and YouTube. It kind of brings both of my industries hand in hand together. Okay, the last question I'm going to answer says how to build your clientele and become fully booked. This one is so hard because I feel like it's not like a specific answer for everyone. There's general advice I can give you, but everyone's situation is going to be different. But the best piece of advice I can give you no matter what your situation, whether you're a new stylist or you're just moving somewhere new and starting over and you need to build again, um, is that you need to put the work in. It may take working the long nights, the late nights, the weekends, the Saturdays. It always sucks doing that, but it will pay off in the long run because if you can be super flexible for your clients, you're going to be able to get in anyone that wants to get in. And then as you start to hone in on your craft and build your clientele, they're going to be hooked and they're going to be able to work around you. Once you have a busier schedule and you only work certain days, if they want their hair done by you, they're going to make it work. And you have to kind of build up your skill set and your seniority to get there, but you definitely will if you put the work in. Um, also, so just learning everything that you can, saying yes to every opportunity, watching videos, going to classes, trying new tools, new techniques, practicing. Practice makes perfect, whether it's a mannequin head or a friend or a family member. Just make sure that you're constantly working on your craft and focusing on the things that you want to specialize in. Um, as hairdressers, we obviously need to know, you know, how to do everything. But if you want to specialize in something, then you need to focus on that. I heard a quote once that said, you want to be good at everything, but great at one thing. And I think that's really true. Um, for example, as a hairdresser, I know how to cut hair. I know how to style hair. I know how to do a perm. You know, you have to learn all the basics, but my specialty really is extensions and blonding. So I took those two things and I focused on them and I practiced and I became, you know, a perfectionist with those techniques. And so I feel like I'm good at everything, but I'm great at those things. And that's really how you find your specialty. And once you find your specialty, the clients will follow, especially if you're able to market yourself and, you know, have your other clients spread the word and refer people and your work will speak for itself if you're good at what you do and you love it. I also think that people are attracted to people who are passionate about what they do. So if people know that you genuinely love your job and you make them feel comfortable and you have good customer service, that is going to do you so much in the long run because not only can you give your clients great hair, you can give them a great experience. And I think that those two really do go hand in hand. Okay, to finish up this episode, I actually just wanted to end with peaks and pits, and I'm going to end with my peak and pit of this season. Let's talk peaks and pits. Um, usually we do the peak and pit of the week, but since this is the season finale, I thought it would be fun to wrap it up this way. Um, so I'll start with my pit just so we can end on a positive note. Um, my pit would probably be that over the course of doing the podcast as a whole, audio has been so hard and we've finally figured it out and I'm so, so grateful. And that's kind of part of my peak that I'll get into, but my pit would just be how hard it is to actually record a podcast. No one tells you all the stuff that goes into it with audio and technical difficulties and editing and getting it up and how hard it is to grow your podcast and build it. You know, I have so many other businesses I am focusing on right now. And the podcast is really just like a fun little thing to do on the side. It doesn't really make us money. It's not something that we're focusing on, but it's a great marketing tool. It helps us connect with you guys. And I love doing it because it's just like chatting and having fun. Um, but because of that, it can sometimes not be top priority and it 
requires a lot of work for it to not be top priority. So I think just like the stress of that, all of it together would be my pit. But my peak would be that this season we brought on Kaylee. If you guys have been listening to the podcast recently, you probably know that she's our producer. Um, We brought her on a few months ago, and she is also a stylist here at the salon, and she's also an educator now. She started as my personal assistant and kind of grew into the roles she has now because she also has a marketing degree on top of being a hairdresser. So she has so many different talents. And because of that, her job just grew very quickly here. But once we started having her be the producer of the podcast, it got so much easier. So that would be my peak is that finally getting help and having it organized and figured out made the world of a difference. She got our whole studio set up, our audio. She has like a whole binder. It's called like the just Jay-Z like podcast holy bible and it has like all of our instructions on how to record in case she was never here when we had to record and it's really great she was really organized had all of our outlines done every week got guests on and it was just such a great experience because she kept us on track and organized and it felt nice that we could just show up and record and then she just kind of took care of it so my peak is having Kaylee finally join and having a producer so I can't wait for next season as we get back into things um it kind of sucks because as Stu and Kaylee grow in their career and become, you know, busier and more um, talented and just, you know, growing with education and being stylist in the salon. It's hard to like all make time because we all have different things going on, but we love doing the podcast so much. So we definitely will be back in January. Um, so in the meantime, make sure to follow us on Instagram. I will put all of that in the show notes below and just, you know, follow us over there. We're still doing content all the time on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all of those things. Um, We'd love to still connect with you guys over there. And then just let us know what um, episodes you would like to see when we're back in January, what kind of topics you would like to talk about, what you want to hear, and what guests you want to hear from, and stuff like that. So I'm going to miss you guys. It's going to be weird not recording for two months, but I'm excited to get back once things slow down a little bit. And I hope to still connect with you over on Instagram. So thank you guys so much for all of your support. We love doing the podcast. And I will see you guys next season. Thanks for joining us over here at Just Jay-Z. Catch new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.